Hi, this is Leanne coming in with an extra special announcement. The Heartbreak High fans Instagram account and the people behind it, Ian Golden and Helen Heath, have released a book. It is Heartbreak High, The Inside Story. It's got a ton of background information, cast interviews, and we're going to put a link into our show notes for this episode showing where you can get it. Back to the show. I am a sedentary rock. (laughs) You're an Ignatius rock. I said that both wrong. Igneous. Igneous. Ignatius. <laughs> what did you say the other one? <laughs> sedentary. <laughs> well, it's sedentary. I mean, be a sedentary rock. Oh, camp life. Okay. Sedimentary? That's the word I was looking for. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yes. Do you know what the other one is? Volcanic rock? Yeah. yeah. Well, really? Yeah. That's not what it's called, though, is it? I know it's called That's something. igneous rock. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, nah, I'd I know it if you said it. Conglomerate. No, nah, I wouldn't have even known <laughs> it. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Snark Break High. We are up to episode 29. We're, no, we're up to episode 30. We're <gasps> in the 30s. Oh my God. <laughs> we made it. Our table. <laughs> it's broken. <laughs> Um, Good. Hang on. So thirty is a thirty-eight. Yes. So we've got eight we left. Do, we're so sorry. <laughs> every I know. Every week. No, I don't. Did we do it last week? Yeah, we did. Oh. <laughs> yes, thirty-eight. <laughs> okay. Okay. How many are in episode? I mean, in series two. I think it's fourteen or sixteen. <gasps> I, yeah. <gasps> <laughs> You're right. I'm so excited. Do you know that season? Uh, we talked about this, but season two and three combined have less episodes than season one. <laughs> it's been a long season. I am not going to know myself. <laughs> this is just, I cannot get over. I know I say this every single time, but this show is insane. How do you have 38 episodes in one series? The scheduling is fascinating. I Obviously, st- stuff was happening in production that we don't know about. Maybe it'll be in the book that is coming yeah. out. But I don't understand how you could go 38, 14, 16. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Unless, I don't know if you'd mentioned this before, because, you know, like Neighbours and Home and Away and that, they just keep going. Yeah. Whether they were thinking of doing that at some stage. Very possible. I saw a photo of the new cast. I did too. I even put it on our Instagram page in our stories. Did you? Yeah, I took Heartbreak High fans post. And, oh, okay. Yeah. They look really woke. It's probably the... <laughs> word that I would use to describe that cast. Part of what I liked is it also looks like they could have graduated in the 90s with their clothes. So thank God for a 20-year fashion cycle. They also look like... Now, I know I made this mistake with the old Heartbreak High cast and that I was like, Mm -hmm. these guys are in their 30s and it turned out they're actually 17. These guys look like they are 20-somethings living in Fitzroy. They do a bit. Do you know what's really cool though? The main cast member, I've forgotten her name, is one of the first autistic actors playing an autistic character. Oh, okay. So that's really cool. I could not tell from the photo which one was the actual main character. Is it the girl with the like the shaved blonde hair? I can't remember to be honest. <laughs> um, so, because we've started this new thing of introducing ourselves, uh, this is my friend Leanne. Hi. And she likes to wear dresses. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You've had to introduce me once before and you've run out of descriptors. My name's Jane. I like wearing tracksuit pants. <laughs> I forgot it was We're my week to introduce you. We're the odd couple. I forgot it. 
Sorry. <laughs> you forgot. I forgot it was my week to introduce, so I hadn't what? thought of anything. So we, as Jane mentioned, she's the one who likes to wear tracksuit pants. I'm wearing them now. <laughs> it's wearing. It's wearing? We are currently. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's going to be bad. I just want anyone, anyone to know that when they're listening to this, that I reckon probably a good 98% of this had to be cut out yeah. because <laughs> we have both lost our fucking minds. So... It is episode 30, as Jane said. We say goodbye to George, which is sad because he's our favourite. There was a point where I was like, about halfway through the episode, because it took us a while to see him. Yes. There was a point where I thought, wait, is Nick selling the house? Because there's no George for the first half of the episode. Yeah, and they're talking about selling the house and how much, and Nick's like saying to Connor, how much do you think I'll get for it? And I was like, where's your dad? (laughs) Leanne said that he was not gone yet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so I was like, I was actually really relieved when we saw him. Yes. Anyway, we also had an introduction really to Helen's job and also to new character Lucy, who is played by Alexandra Running, who I've mentioned before, uh, played one of my favourite characters. Now, yeah, you already know, don't you? I did not realise. Is that the girl that was doing the mechanic? She was working at the mechanic? Yes, she played, was it Evie? I don't know. There was a, yeah, She was literally in there for five seconds and played pool. Yeah. Yeah. Completely different person. Also, sadly, died a couple of years ago at the age of 38. Oh, The shit. actress, yeah, which is horrible. And I, from what I see, what I saw online was very much well-loved by the other cast members. So that's, yeah. yep. So is she like a main cast member now? Lucy is a main cast member, yes. She, or she will be um, in the upcoming, so she will be, yes. Does she become a Hartley High student? I'll tell you, yeah, she does, yeah. Okay. We also have the escalating issue of Rivers and Sam, which I will get your points on, but I want to just start by making a point of saying Sam's in the intro now. I saw that. Did that change any of your theory? No. Really? Because Phil North was fucking gone and Greta never made it to credits either. Mm, no, I'm still I'm still sus. Yeah? Yeah. Fair. So we start the episode with packing up the Bullos house and moving to the Bordinos and... After being so insistent to you last week, I was like, no, we'll we'll see George next week. I was like, where the fuck is George? Exactly. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, has he just left and like some for some reason Nick's now selling the house? Yes. I'm also really sad that we won't see that house again. I like the Pulos house. I love the Pulos house. Um, and then, yeah, so I was like, for, this, for me, this was like the first time I'd seen in the Bordino house. Yes. Hmm. It's a big house. It is a big house. Yep. It's a big, I feel like it's 70s. House. <laughs> It's a brick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we go to Sam's English class. Well, you know what? She chose stupid words. So she goes, I'm looking for 45 minutes of challenging, stimulating activity. I would not say that in front of a class. No, I would not. There are so many times where, as a teacher, you have to consider what you're about to say or you have to consider what you're about to write on the board or you have to consider what you're about to draw on the board. Yeah. Do you know what's annoying when, because I teach English, analysis mm. comes up a lot. I was just about yeah. to say, I write the word analysis at light speed <laughs> because I don't want the word anal left on the board for any longer than necessary. I've made that mistake when I'm writing and a kid's asked a question, so I've turned around Stopped. and it just says anal. Mm-hmm. I've also, when I was teaching a psychology class and we were going through the results of like a, a practice test, and it was multiple choice. And 
two particular boys were being really chatty. And I was trying to say, because I was getting really frustrated, I just want the answer. And the answer was D. And I was trying to get prepared to say D. And I went, I just want the D. <laughs> uh. It is soul destroying <laughs> because the kids are just like, yes. Uh, yes. And I'm like, look, internally, I know this is hilarious, but you were all 16 years old. So <laughs> I need to pretend to be the mature one. I think one of the worst things I've said was, it's the same thing. I mixed up two things that I was trying to say. And I was trying to say first pack up as in I was coming and then I was going to be like second do this. And I just went fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Took the F from first and the uck up somehow from pack up and just went fuck up. (laughs) And luckily it was like an older class and I just burst out laughing. I was laughing before they were laughing. And I was like, no. And then there's so many times, particularly as an art teacher, where I have to think about how I'm about to draw something on the board as an example or a diagram even in woodwork because there are so many things that can look like a dick or boobs before I get to finish (laughs) what I'm drawing. And so I'm like, I have to do this strategically. And the amount of times also, even in science and stuff, where you have to draw a circle and put a dot in the middle – Instant boob. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, getting up there and saying I want 45 minutes of stimulating activity, no. No. And so Rivers is gross in response. They noticed that he dressed up and brushed his hair or whatever. Yeah, he'd washed his hair and brushed his hair and he had new clothes. Yeah. Uh, He was wearing – maybe he wasn't wearing flannel. That's why – this is why I'm sus because even though he's being antagonistic, he is – Dressing up for the occasion? Yeah. Oh, no. He's clearly interested in her. Absolutely he is. Yeah. Mm. Then when she's like, Rivers, really? And he's like, I'm just thinking out loud. And Con says the same way he reads. I did enjoy that. And then tells him that, you know, he's got all these changes in his body and maybe his voice will break. I did love that. I, I love burning that. students. I, I will say things very similar to, yeah. that, to kids <laughs> a lot of the time as well. But I just would like to make a final point about this scene, which is get him off the fucking desk get him in a chair seriously i assume that he's going to be sitting on that desk until he's no longer a character in the show so frustrating to me i don't let kids sit on tables no absolutely not then sam heads to the staff room where delarine calls out her outfit she's still in her leathers like it's not like she was wearing tight leather pants or anything no. like that. She's just wearing. She's just wearing a jumper. Yeah, she's wearing a jumper that's completely covering. She's not showing her bra strap like she was last lesson. Yeah. So the way he approaches it is not appropriate. So he's like, "Oh, was there any? Were there any problems?" And she's like, "Oh, just a management issue. It's fine." And then he goes, "Any comments on your clothes?" And then did you write down the bit that was gross? Yeah. Where he said, "Aren't you worried about the boys in the class adding you to their fantasy collection?" Yes. Yeah. Why not just say wank bank, bro? Delarine is a sexual harassment lawsuit <laughs> waiting to happen. Oh, as soon as he said that, my whole face and shoulders and everything just crumpled down into... Yeah. I was not... <laughs> Delarine, fuck off. <sighs> and telling her to maybe tone it down a little. She's wearing, a pa- she's wearing pants and a jumper. We went to school with a teacher who used to wear halter tops. Um, that wasn't good. Yeah. I mean, there are things that are and aren't inappropriate and I don't consider Sam's outfit to be inappropriate. No. Yeah. But I like that Southgate decided he was going to jump in there and stand up for her. Yeah. Isn't it funny? He's so all about sticking it to the man now. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> but I like how when he does stuff like that, Sam just looks at him like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I love that Yola's just like, yeah, <laughs> Southgate's got a crush. Yola is us in a, in a yeah. school environment. Yeah. yeah. And then at the Bordinos, I miss saying at the Poulos house already. <laughs> I do like Helen and Robert. Is yes. it Roberto or Robert? Robert, both. Okay. Um, and Helen's feeding up the children, so that's nice because poor Steve. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. giving Steve food. But yeah. I also like that – what was she doing? She Did she, like, cuff one of the kids over the head or something? Yes. And Robert walks in and he goes, beating up the kids again. Good to see. <laughs> <laughs> they have a good banter. Yeah, so I like them. So in comes Lucy. So like we said, this is her Al- Alexandra Brunning's second episode. She played the person Steve met at work experience that he had the creepy stare at playing ball at Ruby's. Yeah. Looks very different now. To the point where, and I was saying to this, saying this to Leanne before we started the episode, I didn't realise until the very end of the episode that she was not playing a woman in her mid-twenties to late-twenties. <laughs> Lucy in this episode rocks a power suit and it does make her look older than she is. And the way she comes to the Bordino house because she wants to speak to Helen about getting a dinner party catered. Mm -hmm. Also, this episode went right off the fucking rails. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that. (laughs) It's fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. So she comes there to see Helen because she needs a dinner party catered and it's the next night and she's willing to pay $2,000. And Steve opens the door for her and he's instantly struck by her, I guess. Yeah. He's adorable in this scene. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was cute. I just assumed because of her outfit and the fact that she was the one walking in to ask about the catering was getting up into her, like... Yeah, mid to late 20s. I mean, I suppose because I knew who she was, I didn't think that. I could see later on when she's at the dinner party with like a red no, suit. I, that's when she looked older to me. I oh, thought she yeah, looked no, I then. thought you were yeah. going to say that's when she looked like a kid. No. I didn't until she was wearing a school uniform at the end of the episode. I was like, who is this woman? <laughs> Why are we having another student-adult relationship? <laughs> so I was all antsy about it all. <laughs> uh, <until laughs> the whole thing just going, mm. <laughs> Why are we having this other woman <laughs> this is picking ridiculous. up a school kid? And I was like, wait, she's a school kid? So, yeah, power suits. Not your friend if you're trying to look young. <laughs> or your friend if you're trying to look like you should be allowed in a nightclub. Do you know what I did hate about this scene? Was Nick and Con <gasps> slobbering all over and looking her up and down. In I didn't like it. their mum slash aunt. And this poor girl is here to make a business transaction. Yeah. And they're like, oh, hey, in particular hey. too, it was gross. because he was like licking his fingers yeah, at the same time, it was and very really gross. looking her up and down. And I was like, mm, blatant, not approving. Yep. And Roberto's having a really bad time as his partner is broke, and I don't know. <laughs> there was a weird scene because all it made me think of. So he's getting mad because his partner, his business partner, he's a builder. His business partner has no money. He needs an investor now because they've basically bought all these tools and stuff and now he can't complete the job is what I'm getting from this. I have no head for business. I don't know. Or construction. Yeah. Yeah. I can DIY shit. Um, Sorry, I don't know. I felt really defensive all of a sudden. (laughs) All right, I'm back. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you. Here's the thing. The way he was talking, it was like that movie where the guy's like, I have a particular set of skills and I will find you and I'll kill you. Take it. Liam Sure. Yeah, that one. I don't know. I've not seen it. Um, Either have I. I just know. Yeah. I just know stuff. I don't know. Normally you just get really pissed off when I haven't seen a movie. I've gotten used to it because you've never seen any movies. I've seen movies. So at the Paula's house, Nick is not taking the sale well. 
Well, I can understand that basically they're putting stuff in the back of the ute um, and this guy has been there with the agent and he's essentially saying that the house is old and a rabbit warren and it would be torn down. And I can imagine, like, Nick... I would be upset. Look, I live in an area where every single house that gets bought is likely to be torn down. So we lose all the cute weatherboards and they add rendered townhouses and it's my bugbear. Yep. And so I can, he's like very defensive about his house and basically runs the guy off. Here's the thing though. He says, I've been living here since it was born. It's a historical landmark. <laughs> okay, girlfriend, pull it back. Do you realise you said, I've been living here since it was born? I thought I said since I was born. <laughs> and I was like, when was the house born? <laughs> um, my favourite bit about this was that not only that, but they uh, when they're loading up the ute, Con and... Nick are talking about Lucy, um, the girl that was just at the Bordino house. And Effie comes out with a box of stuff and dumps it in the ute. And she's like, the problem is that you two don't know women. Because <laughs> <laughs> she, she came in the early part of the episode when they were originally packing. And she's like, we're going to be moving out while the new family are moving in. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Effie. Resident sass queen. (laughs) So, yeah, and then she says, women like men who are successful. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Effie. Yeah. (laughs) Steve and Rivers have a pinball machine. I'm really jealous. I want a pinball machine. I would have one in my house. Mm. I'd get bored of it real quick, (laughs) but I would have it in there. (laughs) But do they get it for free or something? I think that's what the impression is. How do you just get a pinball machine for free? They're worth a lot of money. Mm. I don't know why you think I have an answer to this. <sighs> Normally we fill in the potholes. I was listening to one of our previous episodes and we were like... Do we just make shit up? Yeah, we just like the bucket of water. We're, we're like maybe... Oh, out. that's yeah. right. When, so, yeah, could. I think they have a conversation about it. All that he says is so they get this pinball machine and Rivers says he got it for Nick's. That's nothing. I, exactly. But I don't understand how they got a pinball machine for nothing. I suppose if the gaming arcade is upgrading for maybe more like, well, this is the 90s, more digital games. They're like, no one's going to want pinball machines anymore, which people still do. Maybe Rivers had to go in there and do one of his patented, patent, patent, patented. Yeah. Patented? Oh, dear. Maybe Rivers had to go in there and give one of his uh, mosh dances. <laughs> it's not even a good line anyway. I don't want to say it. The payoff was worth it. (laughs) (laughs) It's Rivers' pinball machine. But he's making Steve carry the heavy side. Yeah, that side's got all the machinery and stuff in it. And the extra height. I like that they do pick it up for literally two seconds at a time and then Steve's like, put it down, put it down, put it down. (laughs) My groin. This is okay. Jane's going to reenact this because she made a point of doing (laughs) Saying it to you. Yes. (laughs) It's going to become one of her catchphrases. I'm going to get it tattooed down my arm. (laughs) So when they're trying to move this pinball machine and Steve's saying that it's too heavy and then um, just as luck would have it, Nick and Con drive up in the ute. Um, And (laughs) they go up and they're like, hey, having a bit of trouble with that. And then Steve's like, oh, I've done my groin. (laughs) For some reason, the two of them go, the groin. (laughs) Is this a throwback to something that I just cannot (laughs) remember? I don't understand it. It made me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. No idea. So, yeah, that's my new thing now. The groin. People need to know 
how much of a struggle this episode has been. And it's 98% my fault. We're an hour in and we I number dot points just so I have an idea of how we're going. And we have 24 dot points. We are up to seven. (laughs) And normally this is a point where we're probably more like at 15. All right. Um, So... George is in the scene. Yay! Yay! George is still here. Thank goodness we would have been. Look, we're still pissed about Graham not getting a goodbye scene. If yeah. George had gone without a goodbye scene, we would. I was going to say set fire to the house, but let's not do that because I have to live here. I don't know why I went aggressive. We would have been very upset. Yeah, we would have bitched about it then moved on. Um, <laughs> that's what I want we to do. We would have been momentarily sad. <laughs> um. And so George finds out about the financial problems. But I want to move straight on because they're back in class and... Rivers is sitting in a chair. <laughs> Everyone needs to really appreciate the setup that Leanne did for that. She was like <laughs> testing out the buttons before. I was like, no, no, it's going to be worth it <laughs> because I don't enjoy the soundboard. She really hates the soundboard. I will set fire to your house. He's <laughs> in a chair. His hair really does look washed, by the way. It does. It's looking good. Good job, Rivers, for hygiene. Um, <laughs> a plus for hygiene. Sorry. I, hang on. Rivers washed his hair. Stop it. No, I will. I'm good. Um, <laughs> but on the downside, yeah. here we go. He is still harassing his teacher, but she's starting to annoy me because she's not doing anything no. about it. So, so Con is trying to have a class discussion with Sam about the content, and Rivers is really excited about his pinball machine. And so he's sitting in his chair because normally the desk he's sitting on, he has to talk to those people. So they actually don't have River's ass in their face today. So that's exciting. And he's inviting them to a party. (laughs) And so Con turns around. He's like, hey, I'm trying to make a point here. And they have a bit of a verbal thing. And then Sam's like, "Um, are you you just planning your social life during class time? Which is something I say too. And then he goes, oh, well, you know, you can come too. If you answer a question, do you do it on the first date? Fuck off, Rivers. Fuck right off. Oh, just I can I can feel the facial expression that I would make a kid if they said that to me and it would just be the most amount of disgust and revolt and derision mm-hmm. <laughs> that I could fit onto my face in one go. I'd be close to swearing at a kid. <laughs> yeah. Like when you said, I'd just be like, how about you fuck right off? <laughs> I have here, dear God, report him because she's not – this is – She's trying to do that. I can deal with this myself. I can handle this myself. There is nothing wrong when you're a teacher with telling other teachers about sexual harassment. Especially sexual harassment because you don't know if this kid is going to get mad that you have turned them down Mm -hmm. and then make accusations and you'll have no record of this kid harassing you. Yep. Except for the fact that you keep keeping them in for detention by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. That you insist on supervising. And then, so she, like, when he says that to her, she cracks it, has given him another detention. And then Yola says, well, I think she comes into the staff room and um, 
Southgate says... I, to, to steal your words from last episode, he's shooting his second shot. So, I said that too. Yeah. I was like, he's, <laughs> like he's still shooting his shot. Yeah. So he's he, standing very close to her and I'm really uncomfortable with it. Yeah. What does he say to her? Um, he was talking about how, oh, I hope you don't, hope you don't mind that I um, was on your side about oh, the clothes right. and, yeah. Shooting his shot again. And that's yeah. when Yola's like, oh, he likes you. <laughs> To Sam, it sounds like, please. <laughs> Dear God. Yeah. But there's also a bit where Yola says, hey, you're on detention. Do you want me to take the detention? Because it may... And Sam gets really defensive. Yeah, she does get defensive. But I also think I disagree with the policy of you give a kid detention and some random person just supervises them. It depends. Yeah, in this case. If a yeah. kid fucks up in my class, I will usually make them do something like, help me clean up the room at the mm-hmm. end or it depends what the detention's for. Yeah. So at my school, if kids are wearing the wrong uniform, they just – I generally don't tell kids off for the uniform, but um, if they're wearing the wrong uniform, usually they just go to a group detention that's run by their year level. Yeah. Um, but if it's they've specifically done something in my class, then I will usually take yeah, it. Yeah, same. But in this case, because this is a situation where you've got a, a senior male student who's harassing a female st- – teacher and I sexually think, in, sexually in nature I think yeah. it is better that she's not in the room with him or she's she with someone else alone yeah. with him yeah. yeah even if Yola was just there as well yeah. to speak to him yeah I will very rarely speak to kids on their own if I if there's a consequence involved because I need someone else there yeah for me I, I it shouldn't be this way but it's usually not as bad if you're a female teacher yeah um if you're a male teacher don't don't ever be in a room alone with a female student. With the door closed, yeah. yeah. Steve is being adorable about Lucy to Jodie and Danny. It's very cute. I felt bad for Danny. He dumped her. Uh, she dumped him. And he does say that. And yeah. He's like, hey, you dumped me. And I was like, you guys are all taking this real well considering it was a cheating situation. Yeah. She's saying, she's like, oh, are you saying that you've never felt this way about a girl before or whatever? And he's like, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then um, Con tries to get – so basically he needs servers for this party and Con tries to cockblock Steve. Not cool. Yeah, so Lucy had asked Helen if she had wait staff um, as well as coming along to do the catering. So Con comes and asks Danielle and Jody if they want to be servers and Danielle says no. Jody says yep because she needs the money and then Steve's like, oh, I'll come along and do it too. And Con's like, oh, you don't want to do that. Because he knows that Lucy was more interested in Steve yeah. than him or Nick. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we go to detention and Sam tries to get through to Rivers and telling him he's smart. Look, I understand the massive frustration when you have a really smart kid who's a shit and you're like, God, you could be killing it right now, but you've yeah. just insisted on not. You run into that situation a lot as a mm-hmm. teacher, a high school teacher in particular, I'd yeah. say. But because my notes for this was why is she so intent on dealing with this on her own? And also, like, there are three kids in detention. Yep. So, okay, there's other kids there. She sends the other two off, yeah. leaving them alone again. And I was like, no. In a situation where it's this sexual innuendo that you're yeah. getting from a kid, absolutely don't be on your own with them after school in the detention room. At what? <laughs> Just, I don't understand. Again, why? This is like her, ask me about your love life. Just what thought process is leading you to make this decision? Mm. She's trying to be very much, I don't need anyone's help and I can deal with all these kids on my own and stuff like that. And I, I get that to a certain extent. 
but this is... If he's like a kid who's running riot, sure, deal with him on your own. Yeah. If this is a kid that is ruining the educational experience for other students or making sexually inappropriate comments and advances towards you, you need a second person. Yeah, so once she gets rid of these other two kids and it's just her and Rivers, she's like, I just want to talk. But basically he was sitting at the back of the room where he normally sits and he starts walking up and he's like, hey, like, why did you want us to be alone together in the room kind of thing. You feel this as well. Yeah. Yeah. And he walks up and he puts his hand out on her face. And says... Maybe you should just like relax and like give into it. Maybe you'd Maybe enjoy you'll like it. it. Yeah. I would drop a kid <laughs> in a heartbeat. Yeah, you would. If a kid walked up to me like that, particularly because she had the desk right behind her as well. If a kid walked up to me like that, one, I wouldn't let them, they wouldn't get their hand out. No. <laughs> let alone on my face. And so, again, she's still not really doing anything about it. And she's it, just like, get back in your seat. Yeah, and basically it stops because Delarain walks past and sees it. Yeah, and at which point Delarain walks in and he's like, Rivers, into my office. And she's like, no, it's fine. This isn't necessary. What? Mm, it's starting to feel pretty necessary. It's very necessary. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know why I went fog on record. It's very necessary. <laughs> How necessary. <laughs> And then Delarain suspends Rivers indefinitely. So firstly, you can't suspend someone indefinitely. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe you could then. Or maybe. maybe you could in New South Wales, but you can't. It's been getting more and more difficult to suspend, let alone expel yeah. kids in Victorian schools. Yeah. So I think you can have the longest amount of suspension you can have in a row is five days. Mm-hmm. And that's like a big deal. Like they have to be like... Physically assaulting other kids. Yeah. Yeah. And then after those five days, there has to be a parent meeting before the student comes back. Mm -hmm. After 10 days, I think you can have what's called a pre-expulsion meeting. Yeah. Where again, the parents come down and you're like, hey, this kid's got five more days worth of detention in them. Not detention, suspension. And then we're going to look at expulsion. But even then, like you have to be able to prove to region, which is the step up from the school, that you have done everything known to man to help this kid. So secondly, Rivers is genuinely indignant when Delarain's like, you're harassing a member of my female staff. And he's like, what? (laughs) All I did was like make a huge amount of sexual comments and then put my hand on her face. What are you talking about? I don't even think he's doing that thing where kids are just like faking it. He seems genuinely surprised that this is what he's being accused accused of. of, Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so then Sam comes in. Delarain tells her what the consequence for Rivers has been, and Rivers is already gone. And she says, because I wrote down a quote, I was in control. Were you though? Were you though? I'm honestly, this is going to sound terrible. I'm more annoyed at Sam than I am at Rivers. <laughs> I just go. <laughs> no, I was letting you talk. Sorry. <laughs> there, was, there was part of me, because I mean, she is, she's the the adult and the authoritarian in this position. Mm -hmm. Even if you're a teacher that doesn't want to think about yourself as an authoritarian, you are. It's your duty of care and you're the one that's in a position of authority in that particular relationship. Mm -hmm. So she needed to have done something earlier and she needed to have done something fairly definitive to stop this from happening in the first place. Yes. I thought you were going to continue. That's That's my rant. And if she was in control, then that suggests that she's okay with what he did. Yeah. 
So were you in control? Is that what you're saying, Sam? Is that what you want to go with? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? I wanted him to touch my face. Yeah. This is, again, this is also, again, why I'm sus. Yeah, I know. I know why. Um, and the other thing, this is the note that I wrote because I know this is going to come back later. I said, Sam is freaking me out. Bet she turns up to the warehouse. (laughs) Yeah, she does. Spoiler. (laughs) Spoiler alert. (laughs) She turns up to the warehouse multiple times. But before that, the fancy dinner party starts. This is where things get fucking freaky. Like surreal. Yeah. It. (laughs) Who's the guy who does Beetlejuice? Who's the, Tim Burton? Who made the movie? Yeah. Yeah. It's very, that's what it's like. This weird, like, because it's got all the, um, you and I are going to talk like. You the, watch these rich people degenerate down into. Oh, we're not even there. Just at the start, they're like, Jane, have you had your boobs done? <laughs> oh, look at this lovely Mediterranean food. Oh, some <laughs> ethnic cuisine. <laughs> it was just so fucking weird. <laughs> it's like, it was like this insane caricature of. Rich people. It's, yeah, it's like they took, I'm trying to even think. I can't even, I can't even imagine. Like, it's like they took a cartoon of, um, what's like Looney Tunes and of a rich person. It was so weird because I can't imagine actual rich people acting like that. It's like what poor people would expect rich people to act like. Yeah, like they, so the, the kids are in there as servers and these people are, deriding the food that Helen has made um, and basically saying it's not that. Oh, there was one bit where this woman was like, have these people even heard of hors d'oeuvres? Yeah, and then the other woman's like, oh, we lo- like we didn't have our chef, so Lucy's gotten us a Greek food. <laughs> <laughs> so it was nuts. Yep. And Nick has to stop Con from going up and telling them off. <laughs> and hitting people. About, yeah. the, uh, like, saying stuff about his mum's food and then – Yola and Sam debrief about Peter, where Yola very kindly does not say I told you so because I would have. And then in the grand tradition of Christina Milano, she inappropriately arrives at a student's house. Why are you so silent? (laughs) Grand. Because I wanted to say that Yola was being the voice of reason. She was. Just if anyone was wondering when <laughs> Leanne was saying grand tradition, she was doing a giant sweeping arm movement like she was in an opera as well. <laughs> grand. <laughs> the grand tradition. <laughs> yeah, so Yola's been the voice of reason and was like, hey, probably wasn't the best idea for you to, A, not tell anyone about what was happening and B, take that detention. Um, and, yeah, because Sam is so up in arms about the fact that... I can't believe this child who has been sexually explicit, basically, towards me is somehow facing a consequence. Yeah, like it's just her reaction just... It's not... It's it's, it's, that, it's that very earnest, like, I can get through to him. Yeah. And, like, awesome, but how about you don't let him sexually harass you? That'd be amazing. While you try. <laughs> Thanks, that'd be great. <laughs> Thanks, that'd be real great. Thank you. You have to say it like you're from L.A. Say it from your L.A. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's well, That was terrible. I went for more vocal fry. I hate vocal fry. I know, same. I was watching on Netflix uh, Motel Makeover or something. I watched half an episode of that and went, fuck you women. I, I cannot listen to your vocal don't fry. don't understand because they're Canadian. Yeah, it's like they're fully just gone, we're in LA now, like we're taking on our LA accent. Oh my God, look at that wallpaper. 
My students do ask me to read because I did it once when they were like, uh, they were going, oh, oh my God, miss. And I went, oh my God. And they're like, can you, because they call it my Kardashian accent now. <laughs> yeah. They were like, miss, can you read these instructions out in the Kardashian accent? I was like, today we're learning about synonyms. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to do that with my kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was very much the Kardashians that did bring vocal fry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. Was it you and I that were in LA when I heard that girl say, Oh, oh my, my God. God. Oh my God. That dog is so cute. That was what she said. And then I said it all day. Except she did, Oh my God, for like five minutes beforehand. Oh my God. That dog is so cute. I just like that. Um, I hate vocal fry. It annoys me. Okay, we're so sorry that we've been doing this. No, but now I'm we're stuck sorry. in it. <laughs> but my favorite part is because it has no emotion. You could be like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. And then you can be like, this is the best thing that's ever happened. Have these people ever heard of orders? <laughs> Imagine if they did the whole episode <laughs> at the Kardashian. Or even like, say, so, I was in control. You don't have to suspend him. <laughs> the groin. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You can't take any of that out now. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> sorry. We're back. <laughs> it's really hard not to. It's quite as a big deal. Because then my next. Because then, so basically, <laughs> we're going, y'all is a... <laughs> Leanne just hand butted it With my glasses on, so that's good. <laughs> oh, my God. Leanne. My glasses. <laughs> All right, this is the last vocal for I think. No, it's not. It's absolutely not. No, but this good. is the last one I'll do for a bit. So Yo was a voice of reason and she's like, you know, you shouldn't have let it get this far or whatever. And then because my note before was like, I bet she turns up to the warehouse. My next my next note is Fucking told ya. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's really stuck in every episode so, now. So now if I say it in my normal broad, disgusting Australian accent, fucking told ya. <laughs> she turns up at night on a motorbike in her leathers to the warehouse. But he doesn't open the door, does he? No. So Jody opens the door. No, there's just a lot of noise. He's got loud music and he's playing pinball angrily. But that's at night. Yeah. But then she comes back in the morning. Yes, she does. Okay. So she gets there at night. She knocks on the door, but because he's like playing the pinball machine, he either doesn't hear it or thinks he hears something and ignores it. um, And then she leaves. And I was like, that's probably good because if there's anything worse than having this kid that's sexually harassing you (laughs) in detention by himself... Going to his house at night while there's no one else there (laughs) is probably not the best idea. But you do you, boo. And the thing is, though, because here's the thing. He talks about, before he starts rubbing her face, wait, that was, it's much more, it's not, (laughs) let's try again. Before he puts his hand up to, like, stroke her cheek, which is what Deloraine catches, he says, you've been giving mixed signals, you're obviously into me, stop messing around and, you know, just lean into it, okay? He's wrong. Oh, I would but drop a fuck if they did that to me. Her actions, that's what you show, You go, oh, you're reading this wrong, Rivers. I'm not interested in you. So I'm going to show up at your house at night to show you how not interested I am. 
let this be a lesson to you <laughs> about how completely disinterested I am. I'm not interested at all. So how here he, I am. How did he not hear the motorbike turn up? Because she parked directly because he outside had the loud music on. As look, when I'm really angry, I too listen to heavy metal. Um, do you so, do what Katarina did and just do a giant angry dance stomp around the house? Maybe I do. No. <laughs> um, I do. Oh, it depends. I do enjoy. Um, no, that's probably inappropriate. So I'm not going to say it. Oh no, say it. Um, <laughs> I was going to say I really like. Um, Killing in the name of when I'm really annoyed at something. Um, I like Monkey Wrench by the Food Monkey Fighters. Monkey Wrench is fun. I like that bit where you can just take a massive breath. Before I quit, I never wanted any more than I could hit into my head. I still remember every single word you said and all the shit that somehow came along with it. This is with before I said I was always right out of high five. <laughs> Did you just start going zazazazaz? Yeah, because I lost my breath. I didn't take a breath before I started. Anyway, if you haven't heard that, good good angry song. Yeah, it is. Just get into it. I also listen a lot to a lot of Amity Affliction and you don't like it. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fucking told you. Like, I'm not against the Amity Affliction. I just, it's not something it's not I your speed. Hmm. You often, anytime I post anything about live music I go to, you're like... Thank God I'm not there. Do you know what I wanted to talk about last week and I completely forgot? Mm-hmm. It was Oz Music T-shirt Day. Yeah, which it was for too. some reason, even though I pay no attention to anything else, for some reason I am dead set on wearing an Australian yeah, T-shirt same. every Oz Music T-shirt Day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what did you wear? Amity Affliction shirt. I had to be careful though because I have a few and there's lots of like skeletons giving the finger. Oh. So this one just has TAA on the pocket. Okay. I, I wore it with a skirt. <laughs> I wore a, I wore a Julia Jacqueline. So it's like a bright green shirt that has crushing written across the front. Nice. But it was really cold, so I had a jumper on all day. <laughs> to find the point. Yep. I did take a picture of it and put it on um, Instagram, and that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> so only way it counts. Um, so we go back to the snobby party. Oh, and I forgot we we're still talking about the show. I'm really... <laughs> <laughs> I got real. There's just something about people being really impressed with themselves that makes me want to punch them in the face. Yeah. Or like, oh, have you been to Mallorca? <laughs> like, fuck off. All right. So the people at this dinner party are getting worse and worse. And Jodie is complaining that they're groping her and they're just being dicks. Um, but then there's a point where they're clearing away the dishes and Steve's clearing away the dishes and he nearly, he drops some on the table and they're all like, oh, we have a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Leanne got to see the face that went along with it. was astounding. Regular sound effect. So then Lucy gets up and she says, I'll help Steve. And then afterwards she's like, do you want to go somewhere else? Like upstairs. Yeah. And <laughs> because I still thought she was a middle-aged woman at this point, I've written... And how old is this fucking lady Steve is heading off with? <laughs> Turns out his age. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. She's still power suiting it, so yeah, I don't know. It's not her fault. Also, I'm really not cool with the casual assault of con being played off as comedy. No, that so was not okay. Lucy's mum. Who old? Who old? <laughs> she old. Who is old? Yes. Yeah. So she's old and... <laughs> Who old? You know, when you're annoyed or you're trying to rethink, you press your nose. It's a reset button. Yeah. I mean, let me just let me say it again. So you say your bit again. 
No, I'm keeping it. Okay. Stay now. Who is old? <laughs> and Crip Keeper. What? <laughs> 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 I know that is but that's not good. Crip Keeper. I know it does, and I'm just like, who? And you're like, Crip Keeper, that'll save who old. She is, I don't know, putting lipstick on half her teeth by the looks of it. and In the bathroom. Con, yeah, Con barges in, or the door's open, and he's like, hey, I want to talk to you because you're being fucking disrespectful to my mother. Yep. And she's like, I don't pay until I'm satisfied. And then drags him in and he's like, hey, hey, hey. Hello? Hello, statutory rape? Yep. Why is this? This isn't the fun part. Yeah, that wasn't, I don't know why. I don't know why it was played as like, ha these funny rich people and they're taking it, it, advantage of younger people. It's basically her saying, I, <laughs> I, I require sexual favours from a teenager before I'm going to pay his mum for the food that she yeah. cooked. Then one of them grabs Jodie who says, get your hands off. And they reply, oh, a feminist. This is the point where I wrote... Literally, what the fuck is happening yeah. in this episode? <laughs> it's a separate episode to what... So this Rivers and Sam stuff is quite serious. And then they've got like this comedy of errors. And then, so after the guy grabs Jody, Nick comes over and pours champagne down the front of the guy for doing it. Who, and the guy thinks it's hilarious. And like gets off on it practically. And he's yeah. like, give one to all my friends. So Nick literally stands there and pours champagne down the front of all the guests. Yes. And then they head on in. <laughs> okay, I, I was tired by the time I wrote this. So they go back to the kitchen. They're cleaning up and I've written, Con walks in covered up in statutory. So he's covered in <laughs> lipstick marks. Yeah, like his, yeah. his tie's been undone and he's got lipstick Tucking on his, his shirt face. back in. And he just walks up and goes, here's your check, mum. And, and like, I was like, that's putting his head under the sink practically. Dirty. Yeah, not cool. And then Helen's like, oh, I'm just going to go see how they're enjoying the tiramisu, which they are throwing at each other. It was was like watching, I don't know. I don't know what it was. Rocky Horror Picture. Yes, it was so (laughs) fucking weird. So then she sees them because the kids try and stop her from going because they know that they're throwing this food. And then she she just looks in through the side and she's like... Animals. Barbarians. Oh, it's barbarians. Okay. And then she's like, barbarians. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. No, that was the best thing of the whole episode. She looks around the corner and just goes, barbarians. (laughs) I feel like our fry's getting worse and now we sound like (laughs) barbarians. We're only two points away on my count. <laughs> so many more. We got five. All right. What? All right. Then we head to the warehouse and Sam comes by and I'm concerned again because she's like, I'm here to help you. I'll bring your assignments and I'll get this overturned. And Rivers is like, I'm a freak and I don't play by your stupid rules. And all I could think he, sorry, he does it lo- a lot less Broadway than that. Which, I'm like, a freak and I don't play by your rules. <laughs> 
That's in exactly the grand tradition. <laughs> I'm a freak and I don't play by your rules. Do it rules. I'm sorry. In Riverdale, there's this quite famous scene from very early on where Jughead's like, I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. I don't fit in. I don't want to fit in. And that's all I could think of. And my favorite line, he goes, you see this hat? Who wears this stupid hat? It's weird. I'm going to show you the video. In the show, does he wear, because in the comic, he wears a crown. Yeah, it's basically a, it's basically a beanie that when the flap that folds up is cut into a crown shape. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, worth it. (laughs) Weirdo. Uh, then Steve and Lucy are together and they continue to be adorable and you've realised that they're now of age. This is what – so they're driving to school. He's driving her car. She has a convertible. And because again, I was just – I thought she was wearing another suit. And then because Danielle is asking Jodie about her and she's like, oh, is she pretty? Is she this? And Jodie's like, yep. And then <laughs> I they hate her. <laughs> <laughs> so then Steve pulls up in Lucy's car with Lucy. Question. Is Lucy's car Greta's car? Because I think they're the yes. same car. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah red convertible, and so she offers to give the girls a lift to school as well, so they get in. And that was when I was like, "Wait a second. And then it was only when she got out of the car at the end, because obviously Steve Cause she's is in now a school, at school uniform. Yeah, and then she's swapping around so that she can get into the driver's seat. And I was like, she's wearing a private school uniform. She's a kid. She is a kid. That was, this was the first time in the entire episode that I realised that she was not playing an adult. So your rage dialed down a bit. Yeah. Then they go to the auction where this house in inner city, Sydney, sold for $260,000. Holy fuck. Yeah, because when, right at the beginning, and Nick had said to Con, you know, what do I think we'll get for the house? And he was like, oh, 200 grand. And I was like, (laughs) jokes. And then it turned out it was like 280 grand or something. And I was like, oh, my God, that would buy you a parking space now. (laughs) Maybe. Half a parking space. Only for the weekend. A moped space. (laughs) A skateboard space. (laughs) A spot on a bike rack. (laughs) (laughs) So now I don't know how this came in, but... The last line that I've written in my notes was throw you away like an old CC's rapper. What was that? Who said that? I feel like it was con to Steve about Lucy. She's going to throw you away like an old CC's rapper. I think he did say that to Steve. So they're driving to school. Danny and Jody get picked up um, and they all drive to school together. And con's like, hey, why are you with her? You know, those rich girls. They, um, yeah. yeah, So she'll throw you away like an old CC's rapper. Shut up, con. CC's. Yeah. They still make them. They still sell them. They're at Woolworths. You can pick some up on the way home. Oh. <laughs> I need to know if anyone else did this to either their Doritos or CCs when you had a little packet of them and you would, before you open the packet, you'd crush the bejesus out of them. You would make, <laughs> I'm guessing that you didn't from the look on your face, but you just crush the fuck out of them so it was just tiny little crumbs. And then when you open the bag, you'd just eat the crumbs. No? I did not. Surely someone else has done this. It was the best. I did the thing where, because they were plastic packets, you could shrink them in the oven. Yeah, I think I did that once with my mom. Hmm. So no crushed CCs? No. Okay. No, thank you. (laughs) Surely someone else on Instagram. Come on. (laughs) Save save me. They sell the house. George proposes to Effie and Nick that they give the money to Roberto. 
because he's building townhouses. And like I said before, as someone who lives in an area where they are pulling down beautiful old weatherboards to put in many townhouses, I kind of want Roberto to fail. That was nice of them to give the money to Roberto. Yeah, so they um, he explains to the kids, like, you know, we can put it in the bank and, you know, what's it going to do? It'll sit there and then when we're ready to buy a house, whatever. Or we could give it to... It'll sit there and accrue interest, yeah, I know. might I add. <laughs> but he's like, look, we could make a ton of money because, you know, he's only going to be there for, what, maybe a year, maybe a couple of years. That's how it was sold. Does George ever come back? No, he does not. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> um, we go back to the warehouse where Sam's back. Hi, Sam. Keeping up her end of the bargain. Dropping off assignments. So... And then he's like, I've already done the assignment. I'll do the assignments, but I'm not going back. Why would you do the assignments if you're not going back to school? It's because you're a freak who doesn't play by their stupid <laughs> rules. Like, I don't understand. I'm going to do these assignments for no credit. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. Show you guys. Yep. Taking the system down. Um, <laughs> and he's like, oh, thanks, miss. Mm. So I guess he's meant to be like being less of a dick. By saying thank you, miss. Yeah. What a gentleman. <laughs> so we just at each other in annoyance. <laughs> um, then we're saying goodbye to George in the last scene. Yeah. So also they're singing around, the, there's, you know, family and stuff and they're singing and dancing. Jodie can sing in Greek. Yeah. I was very impressed. That was going to be my thing as well because I was like, yeah, it, how does she know the Greek song? I have been with my husband nearly 20 years now and his, I can barely speak any of his language. You did start lessons for a while, ages ago. I did, but then that um, the tutor I was learning from went back to the home country. So went back to the mothership. Yep, <laughs> I meant land. Went back <laughs> to the motherland. Like, <laughs> okay, it has been a long week. <laughs> it's been a long episode. Um. So then George pulls Roberto over, gives him the check. And then he hugs the kids and that's – oh, no, he doesn't. He says, don't sell my kids unless you get a really good price. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good line. That was good. Him. And then George oh. is gone. I miss him already. Oh, bye, George. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> On to the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Who can we lose this <laughs> – yeah, like just literally dropping like flies. Yeah. So we've lost. Arini. I was going to go from more Shaka. recently – Oh, I was going from the first to the Okay, so yeah, years. Irene, Chaka, Jack, Jack, Ruby, Ruby, Graham, Christina, and now George. That's eight people. Did you say Ruby? That's seven. Yes, I counted Ruby when you said it. Okay. I feel like we've lost more. Mac, but he does he count? No, I didn't count him. Okay. I didn't count any like Mac, Phil North. I didn't count any oh, yeah. of those it ones. It doesn't even matter though because <laughs> seven characters leaving in the first season is – Impressive. It is. I mean, Did but you like say Katarina you said, and Oh no, Katarina <laughs> and Stella. <laughs> That's nine. Stella. I knew I forgot someone. So nine people oh, in shit. Really the space of four episodes. That could be the whole cast of another show. <laughs> yeah, it could be. But we have thirty eight episodes, so we have had several seasons of the show. Yeah. Yeah. End. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> so who are you suspending? He's already on suspension for us. Thank you, Delarain. Rivers. Yep. Who is your student of the week? Um, I don't know. Who's yours? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I would give it to Con, but he was annoying about. I'm gonna give it to Steve. I think we've given it. This is basically the same for the last couple of weeks. Steve is our student of the week. 
sometimes out of pity because he's had a hard time lately. <laughs> and Rivers is our student on suspension. I look, and I always like to just, I always like giving stuff to Effie because she is a little sass queen, and yes. I like her. <laughs> yeah, fair. All right, Effie can have it. Um, who's your teacher on notice? Ah, Sam. Since you already have Sam, I'm going to say Della Rain because he's making inappropriate comments about staff clothing. Yeah. Oh. So, um, and side-eyeing Southgate for standing way too close to Sam when he talks to her. Yeah. Like he's making it very obvious that yeah. he's into her. Yeah. And I did like her reaction to that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, ew. Uh. <laughs> As we all would with Southgate. Ew. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> No, thank you. Have you seen how high his pants are? <laughs> they touch his nipples. <laughs> oh, my God, on that note. <laughs> well, no. What's your teaching tip of the week? <sighs> Don't be in a room with a student who is sexually harassing you on your own. I'm going to make my teaching tip. When a student sexually harasses you while you're on your own, don't tell the principal I was in control. Yep. That's my message. I feel like they're both fair points. Yeah. So thank you very much. Uh, you can follow us on Snap Break High. And that's on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> that's on Instagram. We'll like totally follow you back. We done? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>